Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals. I am Shemaine Linney. I'm a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert, and I'm very happy to have you back with me for another episode. I hope you're keeping very, very well. Um, and this week, we are going to be looking at an article that was sent to me. Um, about red meat um, being connected to the increased risk of cardiovascular disease and cancer. Um, Before we go on, I must stress that the information in these podcasts is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please do consult with your doctor before making any lifestyle changes. Okay, so this study was sent to me and I'm sure you're all familiar with um, the china study there's a lot of talk not so much now with the carnivore diet on the increase and the ketogenic diet being so popular but there's always been a lot of talk about red meat consumption and it being connected to diseases so i was sent this study by a client and they asked pretty much what everyone says hey what do you think of this so I figured I would just do a podcast on it um, to answer her so this study was actually done well the article itself was actually done in 2012 um, and it is in the Harvard School of Public Health Um, so it's on their website and the title is red meat consumption linked to increased risk of total cardiovascular and cancer mortality okay so i kind of wanted to give you guys an idea of what i thought of this study um like i said there the ketogenic diet is pretty popular now and um the carnivore diet's definitely on the increase um i am neither i am an omnivore which means i eat everything but I definitely do love some red meat. I love a good inside round steak with some cowboy butter and Brussels sprouts. It's one of my favorite meals. But, so according to this Harvard study, red meat is linked to cancer and cardiovascular disease. Now every day we see studies saying one thing and then saying the other thing a few months later and then people don't know their left from their right. They don't know up and down what's going on in the health industry. We saw it with fat, we've seen it with carbs, we are seeing it with meat so there's a lot of who's right and who's wrong so i want to break down the research and show you why this study isn't all it's cracked up to be and what to look for to know if a study holds true merit so there's some simple items that need to be looked at first once observed it's easy to view the shortcoming of a study like this linking meat to cancer and cardiovascular disease So one, this is an observational study and I can post the link, but I did, I have given you the title. So it's an observational study. Basically in this study, they gave questionnaires to individuals every four years and look back to see who got cancer and heart disease and what were they eating. The problem with this type of study is there can be other confounding variables like 
the person a processed hot dogs as well as a simple sugar or gluten rich bun or the person ate sausage and meatballs that were on top of a pizza with other trans fats um uh, so I think you're kind of seeing what I'm getting at, that when a lot of processed meats are eaten, usually there is a bunch of other crap going with it. So the variable of gluten, for example, combined with the meats, that's what's called a confounding variable. It's an important factor in the study that be could be causing the factors in question, so heart disease and or cancer, so we need to do specific studies that actually isolate the meat from the bun or the pizza to control for those variables. To actually prove, so next, to actually prove cause and effect, we would need to conduct a clinical trial. So a clinical trial is where you isolate different groups, where you can control for the diet and also have a placebo group to compare. An epidemiological study, like this Harvard one, can only conclude correlation. Correlation and causation are two different things. It's like how grey hair is correlated with ageing, but that doesn't mean that grey hair causes you to age. It's just an association. It's not causation. So... A clinical study might look like this. Group one would be fed organic pasture raised meats with no processed sugars or grains at all. Group two would be fed conventional meat. Group three would be fed conventional meat with grains and sugar. Group four would be fed a placebo. So they would be the, not fed, they would be the placebo placebo group and they could probably eat whatever they want so to take it one step further we could make the study blinded or double blinded where the patients don't know what group they are in and the scientists don't know what each patient is eating this then controls for any pre-existing biases that the scientists or the patients might have okay so then these people would live in a metabolic ward for let's say four to six months or whatever. So they were actually fed the foods in questions that each group is supposed to have. So as you can see, studies like this are incredibly expensive and that's why they're not done as much or that's why they're not funded as much especially when there is this thin line between biases so we end up using less expensive epidemiological studies using surveys like this one and then extrapolating the information to the public like it's truth where in my opinion it's more like a scare tactic so epidemiological studies like this harvard one they only help you to produce a hypothesis like i think me causes cancer and cardiovascular disease but there is no proof so where we would get our proof is from that double-blind placebo-controlled clinical study that would test the hypothesis. It's irresponsible to extrapolate that 
information done in an epidemiological or an observational study and then put it to the media to scare everyone before a clinical trial has been done. That's very irresponsible. Again, I think it is a, it is some form of scare tap tactic depending on where the study's coming from. And these studies never control for the quality of the meat either. So organic pasture raised versus free range versus antibiotics versus hormone free versus conventional factory farmed animals. They're all very different. This study controls for processed versus non-processed but you can still eat bacon which to many is considered processed and it could be bacon from organic fed pastured sources of pork or it could be conventional both are very different the quality of the animal meat matters but this study conveniently ignores this so personally, I do believe that conventional meat is bad for you, um, especially when it's combined with simple sugars and trans fats or hydrogenated fats or high gluten breaded pizza bases and dare I say charred or barbecued. I know I'm going to get some hate for that. Um, but not because of the meat in general, but because of the quality of the meat and the hormones and the antibiotics and the poor quality of the food that it's combined with, as well as the poor quality of the food that animals were fed before it ended up on your plate. So in other words, animals that are treated well and fed well, they have the potential to provide wellness to the person that consumes them. And we're seeing a lot more come out about this, especially with the carnivore diet on the increase, especially when we're looking at high, high quality meats and organ meats and the dense nutrition they can provide us and play a big part in wellness. Whereas animals that are treated badly and they're fed like crap and injected with antibiotics, they don't have the ability to convey health to themselves, let alone the person that consumes them. So I hope the information in this episode was somewhat helpful to you and to the girl that sent the article to me. And just, it just kind of makes you question articles and studies like this, especially when you see how they've been conducted. Uh, is there that bias? Is it looking at all angles um, as it should be? Was there a clinical trial done? Was it double blinded and so on and so on? So the I will leave it to you to make up your mind. Personally, I do enjoy a good lump of steak. I do enjoy some bison as well, by the way. Um, but yeah, I really do hope you found this episode helpful and Please do share with anyone you feel may benefit from it and help me reach the masses and help us just make the world a healthier place because people are so sick. It breaks my heart. So have a great week, everyone. Stay safe and I will chat to you guys soon. Okay, bye bye.